0: hi everyone and welcome back to the real real podcast with me natalie barbu in today's episode i have a very very exciting guest her name is maya she is the founder of the gentler brand which is also a podcast so you guys should definitely check it out i am really excited for this to come out because she talks about very very practical self-care and self-care that's actually good for you not just like bubble baths and like painting your nails and not that type of self-care which I feel like is often glamorized on social media which there is absolutely nothing wrong with getting your nails done doing a face mask doing a bubble bath throwing a bath bomb in there wearing your robe like there is nothing wrong with that and a lot of times that can look like self-care but that is not what self-care is for the majority and me and maya talk a lot about that and she is just like the self-care queen and i'm so excited for you guys to hear her we also talk about manifestation and how both of us don't necessarily agree one million percent with it and i feel like that's kind of a hot take like a lot of people are super into manifestation but we kind of give our own opinion on it like not that like positive thinking isn't good but don't worry we'll we'll get into that but there's so much more than just like positive thinking and we get all into that so I'm really excited um to hear for you guys to hear this podcast episode because Maya is just so sweet and her story is incredible, and I really love highlighting people like her, Um, we actually met through my consultations, and I was just like, you are the coolest person ever, Um, I feel like you have such great things to say, and I'm learning so much from you, I would love to have you on my podcast, so we are, uh, we decided to record together, and it is an amazing episode, I am uploading this in the beginning of the new year, so happy new year, you guys, it's actually still mid-December when I'm recording the intro, but I am, I know I'm uploading this in the new year so happy 2020 i'm so excited for the new year i can't wait for this year i just feel like it's going to be an amazing amazing year each year for me has been better than the last for the past few years i think ever since i like graduate college like senior senior in college to kind of now like every year has been better and i'm so pumped for what this year can bring and for 2020 so i hope that you guys are enjoying the year so far i don't even know what day i'm uploading this but happy new year and I want to hear about your plans, I want to hear about your resolutions, but I thought this was an appropriate time because a lot of people might be thinking like, okay, in the new year I want to focus more on myself, I want to do more self-care, I want to like transform myself, so I feel like this is a great episode and it's promoting something that is so good and like healthy and I never want to be that podcast that like promotes like unhealthy diets or like promoting things that are just not mentally good for you so I really really love having Maya on the podcast and of course I'll have all of her stuff on the show notes but I'm excited to have her on as I've said literally a million times and before I jump into that I'm sorry I'm taking taking a little swerve not going straight into the episode but I wanted to shout out the reviewer of the week because I realized I hadn't done that in a while and not intentionally I was just like wait I started recording my intro and I'm like wait I have not done a reviewer of the week in so long so we are doing that right now and the first reviewer of the week is from uh, meow. Mocow, i need to stop saying the usernames because like they clearly do not mean anything but they say love that you keep it real with so much social media taking over our lives it's nice to hear about real life stuff and in a casual genuine way thank you so much that is exactly what i try to do as you guys know and i just want to thank you guys for reviewing it and i always want to shout you guys out can't believe i forgot to do the review of the weeks because they are i mean you guys mean so much to me and i just want to say thank you the fact that we have over 500 reviews you guys 500 500 people have reviewed the podcast. That is beyond insane and I'm so grateful. So thank you so much. And if you guys like this episode, be sure to give it five stars on Apple. Um that really helps me out a ton. So thank you guys so much. And let's get into the episode you know what the best feeling is when you walk out the door feeling like you can conquer the world because your hair looks amazing you know those days when your hair shines with confidence well i have something that are going to make those good hair days into a daily reality which is way's new hair gloss i personally have been loving taking care of my hair i just got a new haircut and at first i was iffy on it but then the more i've looked at it and the more i've styled it I actually really love it and I don't think I can go back to super long hair. It's all about how you style it. So I have been meticulous about my hair routine. I've been incorporating Waze Hair Gloss and it has literally made me love my haircut and love all of the different ways that I can make it look. It's so easy. Just five minutes in the shower and bam, instant shine. And let me tell you, preventing heat damage is a top priority for me and with hair gloss protecting my hair up to 450 degrees, I can style worry-free. And the best part, my hair feels shinier healthier and more vibrant than before if you guys have seen my blowouts on my instagram or my tiktok you know that i have been feeling my hair and it has been so shiny getting your shine on in the shower with ways hair gloss is so easy and it's packed with hyaluronic acid and rice water and so it so it not only gives you immediate shine but also treats damage and enhances color vibrancy and here's the best part in a consumer perception study over 85 percent of participants agreed that their hair looks shinier healthier and smoother with ways hair gloss. Give your hair a glow up with Way. Go to T H E O U A I and use promo code realreal for 15% off any product. That's T H E O U A I.com promo code realreal. Welcome to the Real Real podcast with Natalie Barbu. Instagram might be your highlight reel, but we're here to talk about the real real. Hi Maya, thank you so much for joining me on my podcast today. Hi I'm so excited to have you here. If you guys didn't know, Maya actually took a consultation with me and I was just obsessed with her concept, with her podcast. I was like, I have to have you on my podcast. I'm really excited this worked out.
1: Yeah, me too. I'm so excited to be here.
0: So we always start off with setting the record straight, which is just where I say a few assumptions and stereotypes. And then you're going to tell me if they're true or false based on your own experience. Okay, sounds good. So the first one is self-care and self-love are the same thing.
1: Ooh, I would say it's almost true, but I think it's false. I think, I think they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I think in my experience, you can love someone and not truly care for them. Yeah. And caring, you need to learn how to do that. Um, so like, you know, you and I, like, we need people to love and care for us in different ways. And we have to do that to ourselves in different ways. So even though you probably love yourself, you might not know the best way to actually care for yourself.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's so true. There is a difference between loving and caring. You know, I think that they they go hand in hand, but like you were saying, like there is a difference. Mm-hmm. And the next one is that self-care is always glamorous.
1: Ooh, no, that's so false. <laughs> <laughs> I think self-care leads to a glamorous result. Something that was really monumental for me um, was just figuring out that self-care isn't always going to be something that gets me instant gratification. Like sometimes it's gonna feel like hard work and it's gonna feel really messy and it's gonna feel really disgusting. And at some point, you know, obviously if it feels just so terrible, then maybe there's an easier way I can go about it. But self-care a lot of times it looks like doing things that your future self will appreciate, like washing the final dishes in your sink or actually opening up that email you've been dreading from work, scheduling a doctor's appointment even though you really don't want to go, like things that are gonna help you in the future.
0: I just wanted to take a quick break to thank TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds for sponsoring today's episode. Are you having trouble sleeping, focusing, or relaxing? If the answer is yes, then TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast has got you covered. This hour-long podcast is made to help you get rid of distractions, reduce stress, relax, and get better sleep. You can listen to the sounds of nature, white noise, relaxing music, and so much more. You can check out the TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast on Spotify or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. Yeah, no, I think I actually talked about that in one of my vlogs the other day, how sometimes self-care to me, like, yes, I like doing a face mask and whatever, but also Mm -hmm. I like budgeting and I like, you know, because even though that's not things that I'm happy in the moment, like, it's not like, oh my God, I can't wait to budget. It's (laughs) it's right. Yeah, (laughs) it's one of those things where it's like, I know I need to. And I know that I am going to be better off if I do this rather than not mm-hmm. doing it. So I'm going to do it because I actually care about myself.
1: Right. I actually watched that vlog this morning getting ready. And I was like, oh, I I love that she's like budgeting a self-care because I do that all the time. Like I'll just make a whole sheet and just the clarity gives me so much ease and just relief um, afterwards. But it definitely like going through it is not fun. And you actually inspired
0: me though to like say something like that because before I would have just been like, oh, well, I'm budgeting, but I like brought it into the self-care after talking to you. I was like, this is so, this is self-care. So thank
1: you for that. It inspired me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so happy to hear that. Oh my goodness.
0: And the next one is being selfish sometimes is okay.
1: Yes, you have to be selfish. Um, And I almost hate that it's it's framed in that way, but I mean, you have to, and people always use the analogy of the airplane mask. Like you have to put your own on before you help someone else put theirs on. Like Mm -hmm. if you can't care for yourself and nurture yourself, like that's like the one, like, that's like the practice round that we get, like taking care of ourselves. We spend the most time with ourselves. Like if you can't master that and you're never going to be perfect at it, but if you can't improve at all, then you can't even help anyone else. Like you have to take time and put you first.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I completely agree. Like there are times when being selfish is okay and you have to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't continue to like water other people. Is that an analogy? Like watering other
1: people's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that is.
0: That, am I making that up? I don't know.
1: <laughs> but, no, I love that. Exactly. <laughs> and, and I mean like obviously like you want to be a good person and help other people, but you can't, you can't do it to the detriment of yourself.
0: Yes. Okay. That is what I was trying to
1: say. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And now tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are. Yeah, so I'm Maya Fleming. Um, I grew up, I split my like childhood growing up between Texas and Arkansas, but most mostly in Arkansas, just being bored for my whole life. Um, and I always had these dreams of moving to a big city and doing all of that. But um, my family was very low income. I grew up in a single parent household. So I dreamed about it a lot, but didn't really didn't really like envision it always because I didn't have a model necessarily except for like Mary Kay Nashley Ashley movies or something like mm. that. And I think that like visualization piece was something really important for me later. Um, but yeah, I, I did all of that. I worked hard in school because, and I was, I was kind of a lazy student at times, but my mom would always like her one thing that could motivate me was, okay, you're going to be in Arkansas forever, and she knew that would just, like, (laughs) light a fire under me, Um, and I went to a boarding school for my last two years of high school where I really just kind of came into my own and really started being able to envision myself somewhere outside of Arkansas um, and outside of the South. That's why just, like, rural communities, and so I went to Georgetown, and I just graduated in May, um, and it was a great time. I got so many amazing opportunities between my boarding school and college. I got to study abroad in Australia, which was amazing. Um, I got to travel to Europe and Africa and all that stuff that I just never thought I'd be able to do. Um, but while in Australia, I had this weird health thing happen um, with my eye. And I talk about it like on the first episode of my podcast, like the whole story, but I, something strange has happened with my eye and I couldn't see out of it, like, out of the left one for a while. That's so and scary. Yeah, it was that's really, scary. really scary. Being in another uh, country, that's so yeah. scary. Yeah, and thank God, like, you know, it was an English-speaking country, and I could, you know, mostly understand what was happening. Um, but it was just really scary, and it was also very expensive. Like, I spent – I was going to the regular optometrist, like, every two weeks or so. In um, Australia or in the United States? In Australia. Okay. So I was going to the regular optometrist like every couple of weeks. And then like on the third visit, he was like, this isn't working. I'm going to send you to the ophthalmologist. Um, And so I went to the ophthalmologist and she was like, I really don't understand what's happening with your eyes. So I'm going to send you to the eye hospital. I had no idea eye hospitals were even a thing. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm riding through Sydney's public transportation with my eyes dilated. So I can't see. And at the end of that whole thing, like that weekend, I spent like $2,000 and all of like the budgeting that I had done before the trip, like all of, all of it went down the drain and I was just so stressed and anxious and crying all the time and then it didn't help that like at the time my version of self-care was just treat yourself like totally so the the day after I went and spent all that money I went shopping for like retail therapy and (laughs) even more money and then I found myself in Australia with no money and nothing like no way of really working um just like with the way my visa was set up it was really hard to find employment and all of that it was just a headache and I had to do some real work at that point to fix my mindset and just fix fix myself a little bit I was in like such a dark place at that time and it sucked because I could recognize I was having the time of my life or an opportunity of a lifetime to be in Australia um, and be studying somewhere new and Doing all of that, but I just felt terrible. So that's what really kind of started my intentional self care journey, um, and then just kind of carried it on. And now I'm in this new stage of life, post grad, and it's a total. Even though I'm really in the same place physically, like just mentally, like there's so many differences after graduating from college that I didn't think about. So I've had to do a lot of hard work and making sure that I'm okay. And it's been a really fun time. And I want to document that journey and. So I created gentler.
0: And this is kind of related, but a little side note to the podcast: Is
1: everything fine with your eye now? Everything? Um, yes. It's not. A f- so what I learned, I still never fully figured out what was going on. Um, but from what I've learned, it was just I've had like flare ups of something over, ugh, I don't even know how many years. But one one time, it was my finger got really swollen and had a fever, and it was my eye. And I had like a few seizures growing up, like. And from talking to the doctors, it's all like a different, like it's just the same issue, but manifesting in different parts of my body. I haven't had a flare up in like since then. So that's good.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, at least you have some answer to it, which is better than nothing, but wow, that Mm. is so scary. That's really scary going through something like that. And I'm glad that you are okay now. Yeah. (laughs) And is that how you wanted to talk about self-care so because of that experience you decided to start the podcast you decided to start your brand or what was kind of like the steps of starting everything?
1: Yeah so when I was in Sydney I wasn't really thinking about the podcast or about Gentler at all Um, that was like about two years prior or maybe no it was like a year prior year and a half maybe Um, but at that point it really got me into like positive mindset and I guess manifestation stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I had heard of The Secret and I had watched it. Um, but at that point in my life, like I was so desperate just for anything. Like I didn't have money to eat with. Like I couldn't do anything. Like I was just so desperate. So I was rewatching The Secret. I was like, if it just takes like some affirmations, then yeah, I'm in. Like, and obviously that's not what it takes, but that was kind of like my starting point. Um, and I realized that not everything that is in the manifestation world or a lot of attraction world is going to be something that I preach just because I've been in it and I, I just have a hard time telling someone that your state of life is simply because of the way that you're thinking. Like that's such, yeah. especially when you've like experienced it. Like I just can't really fix my mouth to say that at this point. I'm um, glad though that you are saying
0: that like, because I do think some people think like all you have to do is think positive thoughts and that is yeah. And I, I also, I don't agree with that. That's why I never really like preach about that. You know, like I think positivity mm-hmm. and having positive thoughts helps a lot. And if you don't have that, then it's going to be very hard to be successful, but that's not the only thing,
1: you know, like, it's not like yeah. fix your mind and that's it. Right. And it, it feels like a slap in the face whenever, yeah. cause like when you're sitting around and don't have money for dinner and someone's saying like, you're in the situation cause somewhere deep down inside, you want to be in the situation like that feels terrible. Yeah. So I never want to make anyone else feel like that. What I did get from that whole experience and from the manifestation world and all that was positive mindset. So that's kind of where I started thinking more about like intentional self-care, like what is really going to make me feel better? Because at the end of the day, like I didn't think that through positive thoughts, like $1,000 was going to fall on my doorstep, but if I could somehow feel like I had an extra $1,000 and just Mm -hmm. have the same emotion, like, that was almost worth it to me, because when you just get down at the bottom, like, I just wanted to feel better, like, I just wanted to wake up and be excited about being in Australia again, and -hmm. not, like, be so stressed out about everything in my life, like, I just needed, even if nothing in the physical world, like, changed, I just wanted my emotions and my mindset to be better, so I started doing a lot more work at that, and my goal just started being, like, how can I make myself feel better how can I be happy and one of the first things I did like I had like a little organza bag um and I just had sticky notes and I just put like um put things on like the sticky notes that made me feel better so like Sean Minnis' album had just come out so I was like I really like this song on the album and this really makes me feel better and this activity and when I read this book or when I watch this YouTuber I feel better and,
0: and those I just are good reminders yeah yeah, yeah.
1: And so whenever I was having a moment where I was like really stressed or just really sad or missing home, I just pull out the bag and like, just pull something out of it. Like, okay, I'm going to listen to this song. And then even if it just lasted for a little bit, like I just felt better. Um, and so that, you know, kind of my mission stopped being like, how can I make more money and all of that? And just, how can I just feel better about what I have? Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, at the same time, because I felt better, like it made me more energized and more ready to go back to the, okay, how can I make more money talk, you know, like how can I do that? And I ended up starting like a little business while I was there and just I when you when your mind's in a better place, like you get so much more creative and inventive. And that's just that's why it's like my biggest priority just to feel good. And then everything else kind of follows suit. I know, I really love
0: that. Like I think that's actually something that a lot of people can relate to is that a lot of times if you like people are just desperate to feel better and to feel happy, kind of like you were saying. So I think that that is such good advice. And what business did you start in Australia, your little business well, that you said?
1: Yeah. So I, um, one summer, like before all of this, I just had nothing to do. So I was just devoting everything into my Instagram and I had doubled my following from like a thousand followers to 2000. So still pretty small, but I made like 2000 extra dollars that year from Instagram and my blog. So I was like, okay, well, I did like a little inventory. My mom always gave me this advice. I laugh because it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like Arkansas trash advice, but it's funny. She's like, just <laughs> make sure you can always have something you can pawn. And so I, one day when I was like, I don't have any money, I'm looking around. And I'm like, all I see is my camera. Like, I don't want to sell my camera. That, that would hurt my heart so much. So I just started doing like an inventory of the skills I had and I was like, okay, well I did this and you know, I made money in this way and maybe I can help someone else do it. So that's the business, like a little consulting thing that I started. Mm -hmm. Wait, that's awesome though. That's
0: like so entrepreneurial of you also just to like think of that, like, okay, what skills do I have and how can I make money off of them? Because Mm -hmm. so many people recognize their skills, but they just think like, oh, that's cool. Like I'm good at this. Like you monetized it, you made it a business, which is something yeah. that
1: a lot of people don't ever even think to do. I'm always telling my friends, like, you know, you can make money off of this, right? Like I do that <laughs> all the time. I'm like, they probably think I'm annoying because I know, anytime- like Maya, not everything's about money, and I'm like, I know, but. Uh, like- <laughs>
0: No, but it's to me, it's just, I think it's for both of us. It's the way that our brains work. Like Mm -hmm. I see something and I'm like, Oh, I can, I can incorporate that into my business or Mm -hmm. like, let me see like how I can like make, make some money off of this. How can I help people? How should I put this on the internet? Should I start a blog out of this? Like <laughs> I, think, right, exactly. I think about all of that. Like my mom, the other day was complaining to me about something in like the home renovations world. Cause my dad's a general contractor. My mom oh, helps okay. him. Yeah. So they're, they're into like construction and remodeling and all that stuff. And she was complaining about something. and I was like, mom, why don't you start like a solution for that? Like you're you're in this space, like yeah. you, you know it. And I was like coming up with this like app idea for her and she's like, wait, we should like actually do that. But I think it's, mm-hmm. just, it's just the way my brain works is that I just think of things. I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Do I have like the necessary ways to implement it? Like, do I know engineers mm-hmm. off the top of my head? Can I code this app? No. But I have the idea.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I I told someone recently, I was like, I, the thing I'm most grateful for is just that I come up with good ideas. And I Mm -hmm. know that I can do that. And I am so happy that if I'm in a pinch, I can come up with an idea to get out of it. I just, like, I have to, I I can figure it out. And I'm really, really grateful for that.
0: That is something that a lot of people don't have. Like, yeah, I feel like for both of us, we are very, very blessed, lucky, whatever Mm -hmm. you want to call it, to have that skill. Cause I, I, sometimes I would think like, why doesn't everyone just think of this? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Like to me, I'm just like, think of something like that. Like,
1: (laughs) yeah. Like I would, I, one summer, another like tangent, but one summer, my brothers and I were all home and I was like, why don't y'all like mow lawns or something? Like you said you're bored and that you also don't have money. So that's like one salute. Like why, you know, just, and it looked like it never crossed their minds. And Mm -hmm. I just, yeah. Like I'm always just, always just thinking what was your first job? Did you have jobs growing up? So I, funny story, I worked like one shift at Um, and it was because like I didn't mind the job at all. It was retail so it wasn't my favorite thing in the world but my boarding school is very rigorous so they like I always asked us to refrain from working but I was like okay yeah whatever like I mm-hmm. want to work and then on my way home from my first shift my brother had given me a copy of the new handbook and it explicitly said that we were not allowed to work that's crazy so like, oh, okay. yeah it's crazy like, that it says that though mm-hmm. like before it was always kind of understood that you shouldn't work and but people still kind of got jobs here and there like every once in a while but I was like okay well I definitely want to work and then they that was the year that they put like in black and white you cannot work um but I always was doing like some type of like now that we have that little conversation, I'm laughing because my mom bought me like a friendship bracelet kit one time when I was little mm-hmm. and I had made her this bracelet and I was like, well, mommy, do you like it? She's like, yes, Maya, it's so beautiful. Like, thank you so much for making me this. And I was like, okay, well, do you think I could sell these? <laughs> and she was like, I don't know, maybe. So I was always kind of doing stuff like that. I begged her to buy me the American Girl, Smart Girl, to, Smart Girl's Guide to Money um, the little book that they had. And oh, all I didn't that. know they had that. Yeah, I loved it. Oh my gosh, like, I begged her for that book, um, and I was always doing little things like that, like, making things, um, babysitting, stuff like that, but just a regular, like, job, I didn't have one until I went to college, or until I, the summer after I graduated high school, I had, like, my first, like, proper job. Got it, got it,
0: and are you the type of person that, like, all your friends come to when they have to ask advice for like self-care stuff because I know that you are basically like self-care queen like that is what you pride <laughs> yourself off of I love all your tips I think they're actually good and helpful instead of just like do a face mask and throw a bath bomb and like make you're it good.
1: But, <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh, my friends I would say so we actually played this game the other day called for the girls um and it's like just different cards and stuff but it's like give this card to the person who gives the best advice and I just always they like joke that I'm the person who has my life together but I mean honestly I feel like I'm a mess just like everyone else but I always am like giving advice on like money and um, finances I'm always kind of like the coach like my roommate for four years like she would say things that kind of not lack confidence, just things I feel like us as women, especially like, you know, like, oh, I didn't know if I should say this or, you know, do this and blah, blah, blah. And that would always be like my little catchphrase was her, for her was just, you know, let yourself be big. And that was just the, the coaching um, statement I always gave her. So I'm always doing stuff like that with my friends. And we're always chatting about ways to implement, like, good practical self-care and they keep me in check too like especially with the australia like i thing, like it was one of my friends i was just finally like you need to go to the doctor mm-hmm. and thank god that she did that so they definitely come for me come to me for help and then you know i get help from them as well no that's the best type of relationships though ones that mm-hmm. are
0: honest and actually care about you yeah. not just
1: like to have fun with you know so
0: mm-hmm. no i love that And when you decided to start a podcast, what did you know that this was the topic? Did you just want to start one? Or was it was it a topic that came before the podcast?
1: Um, so I want to say right before I went to Australia, I was blogging and doing the Instagram thing and not really feeling directed with it. And someone maybe I read like a blog post or something. I don't remember. But they were like, just find it, like find a very, very specific niche and just stick in that. So I was like, okay, self-care, like I'll do that. So at the time I was doing this series on YouTube called Maya Monday and I was doing self-care videos, but they weren't really like the practical self-care that I like to do on the podcast. It was more like what to do when you feel overwhelmed and how mm-hmm. to gain confidence and stuff like that I think is good, but it's also hard to grasp it. Like It's like the tips kind of feel like fluff after a while, so it was hard for me to explain the tips, and I think hard for people to, like, grasp and understand them, so I kind of rested for a little bit and just did some work on myself, and I always knew I wanted to have a podcast just because I love talking, just at the very um, root of it. I love talking and discussing things with people. Um, and for a while, I just never knew what I wanted the podcast to be about. But then one weekend, I just told like a couple of my friends, like, I think I want to start a podcast, and I think I would love to talk about self-care. I think that's a topic that lends itself really well to podcasting just because it does feel more conversational. Um, yeah, and it's hard to it's hard to build like there are times on the podcast where I feel like I'm giving pep talks and I'm really into it, and I love it, and I feel so in alignment with what I'm talking about. But, writing it all down would be difficult so Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just better for a podcast so that weekend I talked to my friends about it I just went home and I was like why not just do it now so I pulled out my phone and recorded on anchor and then put it up and then got great feedback and then the next week I went and bought a mic and haven't looked back since. I love that
0: you started because you had a topic in mind already and then you found the best platform for it because I think Mm -hmm. I think with today's day and age everyone wants to start a podcast everyone wants to start a youtube everyone wants to start an instagram which i think is good but i don't think that you should want to start all of those just to start them like i feel like you have to find the right platform for what your message is going to be yeah. you know so like for me for example i started this podcast because i wanted to interview people and i wanted to hear other people's stories i Yes, I could do that in a video, but I knew that the best platform would be podcasting. I didn't want this podcast just to be like me telling you guys about my day because you guys hear enough of that on YouTube. You guys see enough of me. (laughs) So that's like YouTube is a platform for vlogs and then Instagram is more of my platform for like fashion and keeping up with me. So All of my platforms have like a different use. Right. If that makes sense, which I think is really important how you were like, okay, I want to continue talking about this, but the best way I can do it is through a conversation. So that leaves podcasting, you know? So yeah, I think that that's actually something that a lot of people, when they're trying to start like a podcast on Instagram, uh, YouTube, think about what makes the most sense, not just because like everyone else is doing it.
1: Yeah. And you might have to try different things as well. Like I try YouTube for that specific purpose and it didn't really feel right after a while. So, you know, I knew that, um, mm-hmm. but it yeah. was really good to, get to find the, the actual groove.
0: Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with like trying something and then realizing it's not for you. I feel like a lot of people feel shame right. in that, but there's literally no shame in that. Mm-hmm. And what is your goal with the podcast, with your company or with your business, your brand? Like, I know you're having an event coming up. So do you want to yeah. talk about
1: that, how you came up with that idea? Yeah. So I knew that whenever I was like building Gentler, when I was like talking about it before I really knew what it was, I knew I wanted something that would exist offline. Um, you know, like every so often Instagram goes down and we, we realize like how fragile like the social media space is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really wanted to have it exist offline for that reason, but also because I just graduated and I'm lucky enough to have all of my friends still around. But you know, like I want to be able to meet people and know people in my area and for us to have good, meaningful conversations. So next month, I'm doing a dinner party, um, a gentler winter, and we're all just going to meet up and have a really nice dinner drinks and just talk about self-care with different activities and talk about life and all of that I think it's so important to set up space for that
0: um a lot of
1: times it's easier to do with people I don't know as well Um,
0: I yeah no that's weird that you say that because I think it is it I I feel like there's less judgment
1: yeah you know I was gonna say like I feel like they don't have any expectations of me anyway like Mm -hmm. you know like with my friends like I love that they think I'm the one who has my life together but that also like makes it a little bit difficult to admit whenever I don't. Yes, um, yes, yeah. yeah. So I love like meeting a stranger who doesn't really know me from Eve and they, I can tell them something and they're like, oh, okay, like I also feel that way and we can just kind of relate on that level. So with Gentler and with the podcast, I really just want to build more of that Um, something that I've learned throughout this whole process, just like the majority of the audience is not from DC. So I just love the idea of people being all across the country and all across the world listening. And I would love to make it a huge internet community and maybe have people hosting different things in different places. Like we have the book club that's starting in January as well. And I'm just really excited about that. Um, I just really want to connect people at the end of the day um, and help people feel better. I know that sounds so like, ill gross, but Just kind of, like, figuring out ways to help people feel better and get their lives in the way that they want it to be um, through, like, strong intention and action. Like, I think that's the important piece that I missed a lot with a lot of attraction stuff, which is, you know, like, you have to believe, believe, believe. And you do. You definitely have to believe in things. But I really want to emphasize the action piece and, like, what actions you can take, even if they're small. So. Mm Just growing yeah. the podcast. Um, I would love to figure out, like, a good way to be on YouTube or Instagram, uh, IGTV and Instagram stories, um, and just grow it in that way. Um, yeah, and so I'm, I'm thinking about a lot of different different possibilities with it. I'm excited. That's so exciting, and I like that you are building a community. It's not just, oh, I
0: listen to my podcast, and that's it. Like, you Mm -hmm. are actually forming a community where people can be friends with each other when people can meet each other and that's another really hard thing i think no one talks about and i don't know if you feel the same way but post-college it is so hard to meet people and to make friends like i i have my same friends from college i'm lucky that i do youtube where i can meet people online and then like we meet in person and it's like we've already known each other but for like it's hard to make friends and no one talks about that so having things like this like an event where you can meet in person and meet people around you and in your community i think is really really important
1: yeah like i i love like i'm thinking about the girl who just you know she bought a ticket on a whim she doesn't have anyone to go with but she can trust that there's going to be a whole group of people who had no one else to go with and they're all going to meet each other and Had like build some type of relationship from that, so yeah, I think it's it's really important. I think the community piece is really important to me.
0: Yeah, and that's always something I want to do because I know with with YouTube and stuff, it's a lot of vlogs and a lot of just like about me. But I don't want that. You know, I want Mm. to have like a group of girl bosses or just bosses in general, and having people like that motivate each other. That's kind of what I hope to do with the Facebook group, like this podcast yeah. Facebook group I actually recently like made some like new rules in there I'm like okay this is not just going to be like a self-promotion thing now mm-hmm. I want this to be a community so right. I'm like really glad that I'm doing that but that's what I want you know that I don't want just mm-hmm. like listen to me talk <laughs> you yeah. know so I think it's really cool with what you're doing and that event is going to be awesome can people still buy tickets so this episode's yeah. going to go up in like first week of January
1: can people still buy yeah tickets? people can still buy tickets um it's going to be an intimate gathering but yeah they can definitely still buy tickets um and if they go to the instagram they can see like links to like everything going on and i really want to start putting up i want to do like more workshops i'd be community things as well Mm -hmm. but you know like more frequent um low cost or free events partnering with different companies different businesses in the area um community spaces just to do that so that information will be up there as well and with
0: and since, like, you always say, like, you, your friends think you have your life together and all of that stuff, do you have, like, a specific morning routine that you do? Do you have a specific night routine?
1: Yeah, yeah so it, I tweak it every so often, but lately, the thing I've been doing right now is leaving my journal and stuff um, in my living room, so I live alone, Um and I think that's another reason why gentler is so important to me, but I'll wake up in my room, and it was important for me to move it because when I journal from bed like I'm still like half asleep and falling asleep and so a lot of time I noticed what I was doing was like I'll wake up really early like I'll wake up like a couple of hours before I have to actually leave for work and it'll take me like an hour to get ready so I have an extra hour and what I was doing was just like oh well, I can just sleep for an extra hour when really I want to like be a little bit active like mentally so mm-hmm. I moved everything to my living room so I'll wake up around 5 and go to my living room and I'll journal and I really like just free writing and getting my emotions out. But I also love journaling prompts um, because they're a great way to get to know yourself in a way. Like I say, like, cause I have a journaling program with Gentler um, and one of the things I'll tell like people who are signed up is that we meet people and we talk to them and we learn about them through stories and conversation, but we spend the most time with ourselves and we don't do that same thing. We've known ourselves since, we came into the world. So we, in some way, like expect ourselves to be the same and we don't understand the ways in which that we've changed. Um, so journaling prompts kind of help me like figure out like, okay, what is my ideal day? Like, what would be my dream job? Like it's not the same as it was when I was eight or when I was even like 18, you know, like just kind of getting more in tune with myself. And a prompt that I've been loving a lot lately is what do I wish would happen today? So for the past like week or so, I've just been setting intentions in that way. Like I would love if I managed to do this at work and if I came home and made this dinner and if I could do this and whenever I write it as in, so part of like with self-care is that you have to like just know yourself and like the best Mm -hmm. way to kind of like trick yourself into whatever. So when I write, what do I wish would happen? It kind of takes the pressure off of me rather than just writing like today I will
0: like, yeah. when it's
1: something yeah. that like, I wish would happen. like, it would be really great if it didn't, I mean, really great if it did. But if it didn't, then I'm okay, too. Like, I'm okay, if I don't accomplish all of these things. So that's something that I really like that might not work for everyone else. And then I'll try to have a good breakfast, like sitting down, and just letting myself eat. I hate to rush. Like, that's one of the things I like, one of like, I have a set of truths about myself that I'm learning. And one of those truths is just like, I hate to rush. Mm-hmm. I would rather I, get up much earlier and leave much earlier. I just don't like the feeling of rushing and the anxious energy around it.
0: I hate rushing in the mornings. Like, mm-hmm. give me my morning. I'm more okay yeah. with it in the afternoon, even though it's not fun. But, like, in the morning, I need my space. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'll I'll try to just, like, space everything out and eat, like, a good breakfast. Most of the time it's like, oatmeal and cranberries because I try to stick to foods that are weather-appropriate, like, season-appropriate. Um and yeah so I'll do that and then get ready and then my commute into DC is a little over an hour but that's a great time to listen to podcasts and just kind of settle in and kind of think I'll spend a lot of time like visualizing my day like seeing it in my like mind of how I want it to go and I'm trying a new practice of imagining like the very best case scenario I'm a very like practical person so I'm always thinking like okay, this is probably what's going to happen. And I don't think that's bad, but sometimes I forget just how good things could go. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's, it's been fun, like imagining, even if it feels outrageous, just imagining what, what actually could happen if everything went right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, I think it's important to also just have that, how you have like a routine and I don't know, i i that's why I, I like asking these questions because I like seeing, everyone has a different morning and night routine. So
1: I think it's interesting mm-hmm. hearing yours. I'll meditate from time to time, but to be honest with you, I haven't found my groove of meditation just yet,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. so I do spend time, maybe it's meditation, I'll spend time thinking like of, you know, like how I want things to go, like I said, how I want things to feel, um, how I want my business to feel, how do I want work to feel, like how do I want to feel like doing certain things, and I'll just spend time like really kind of like trying to find those emotions and just sitting with it, even if it's in silence
0: yeah no, meditating is hard. I feel like yeah. that that is something that
1: is so difficult. <laughs> like I did a meditation today and did not realize that it was finished because I had fallen asleep. Like I just <laughs> like I have not mastered that at all yet.
0: I like how honest you are.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I think okay, it's great it's okay. practice. Like I think like it's totally like if you can master meditation, I think that's like fabulous. I think it's definitely something to pursue and but it takes practice like self-care takes practice meditation takes practice all of it like you have to work at you're not going to like develop a positive mindset overnight and even if you have a mostly positive mindset that's not going to solve your problems in and of itself so it all just takes practice and I'm still practicing
0: no I love that and do you have any products that you've been loving like with that that go hand in hand with that or no most of the thing is just like action like doing things or do you have any products that you like implement on a daily basis
1: um, Self-care. I love my diffuser, so I have a diffuser in my room, um, and it really just kind of makes my room feel like more of an oasis. I'll put lavender or eucalyptus in it, mm-hmm. um, and it feels a little bit more like a spa kind of. Um, I just got an espresso, so I actually I saw the vlog where you talked about it, and then my mom asked me what I wanted for Christmas, and I was like, "You have to get me an espresso and a milk froth." Like, yeah. <laughs> so it is the I, it's best like purchase a changer. like yeah. yeah so I have that and I lo- like it makes me so excited to like get up in the morning and get my favorite mug and go to my journaling corner with my fresh cup of coffee um and just do that so I would totally recommend like getting a diffuser getting an espresso just getting something because with self-care like like I said I have to figure out ways to trick myself so I know that I really love like gourmet coffee and feeling like I'm drinking like a really expensive cup of coffee mm-hmm, like me too Something more than like something I just brewed up or like my french press coffee like I need like I need to feel a little bit luxurious so I had to find a way to trick myself so I don't continue to spend money at Starbucks all the time that could be going to future me and that was the best way for me to do it yeah so, no
0: because ex- I'm the exact same way like I can't drink normal coffee anymore I have to have lattes oh no, <laughs> yeah like. <laughs>
1: It has to be like a certain type, like I, and I'm fine with that. Like, call mm-hmm. me bougie, whatever. Like, I, I needed to be special.
0: We're spending less money though because we're making it at no, home. No,
1: yeah, absolutely. Like, it's it's definitely, I'm spending way less money. I've been yeah. drinking coffee, like, and I was, I was just thinking and telling my boss, like, I really, like, have not stepped into Starbucks in three weeks. Like, I never. If you told me that before I got the Nespresso, I would laugh at you. But me too.
0: Yeah. No, it's a game changer. Mm-hmm. And then what is, this is going to be the last question, but what is your best piece of advice for someone just, or that you've just ever received? What's the best piece of advice anyone has ever given you? And I know this is a very like loaded question, but I <laughs> <laughs> like asking people that. Let me think. Yeah. Take your time. I always <laughs> like bring it on people like What's <laughs> advice you've ever
1: received. So my family has always really told me to Live my life for myself while I can. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I'm a woman. And I don't try to like impose certain expectations on myself or other people, but genuinely, I look forward to the day when I'm a mother and a wife. And that just like my friends always joke about. Like, I just did Secret Slay on my friends, and the person who got my name got me a mug that says, All Mama Wants is a Silent Night, because I'm always just dreaming about the day when I can have kids and be Aww. a mom. Um, <laughs> it was like a little joke, but I, I really do like wish for that day, and I'm excited about the prospect, but my family has always really emphasized living your life for yourself while you can, so I'm always just trying to, and I guess it goes back to, like, your first question about being selfish, like, right now, these years are for me, because I know in the future, I won't be able to just live for only myself, Um, so, you know, I'm doing things that that I want to do, and I, I don't necessarily have a bucket list, but I'm doing I'm doing what feels right for me and I'm trying my very best not to not to take too much consideration into other people's this sounds terrible but into other people's feelings not necessarily like I'll, obviously I care about feelings but like for an example I, I didn't date for a while like I just was not into it because I could see myself like passing up a really great opportunity because like maybe my boyfriend lived in one area and I didn't want to leave like I could see myself doing something like that so Mm -hmm. I decided to stay away from that for a little bit so that I could live my life for me for a little bit and I think that's been so so useful for me
0: and I think I don't think that sounds bad I feel like you're just very in tune with yourself like Mm -hmm. I don't know I feel like you know yourself you know what's gonna best serve you at this moment so I don't I don't think that's wrong that you like didn't want to date because of that, you know, or like, yeah, yeah. I think that that's actually like a good thing that you know yourself enough that you're like, this is not what's best for me right now. Mm -hmm. But thank you so much for coming on this podcast. This was such a good episode. I soaked in so much from you. Like I'm like motivated now to like, (laughs) just like live a better life right now. So thank you for that. And anything that you want to shout out or where can they find you? Because I want to plug everything of yours. So let us know where we can find you.
1: Yeah. So if you want like mostly information on the podcast and stuff, the Instagram account is at gentlerpod, G E N T L E R P O D. And that's just like all like new episodes and events and gentler journaling and all of that. Just any information about podcast related stuff is there. I have a personal Instagram account, Maya and Fleming, um, trying to get more active on it now um but yeah so mostly I've been putting all my time and energy into the gentler Instagram account um so that's been been really fun I love challenging myself to come up with tips for self-care and all of that so that's basically the hub we do have a website but the the hub for everything gentler is the Instagram account
0: Awesome. So I'm going to have that in the show notes. And then if you guys want to go to the event, I'll also have that before January 19th. That was it for today's episode. I really hope that you guys enjoyed it. Maya is the sweetest soul and she is just has so much wisdom. And I feel like me and her are so similar. If you guys liked it, be sure to let me know. I'd love to hear your thoughts in the private Facebook group. So go to the private Facebook groups and start a little discussion about it. I would love, love, love to hear that. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and I'll see you guys next week with another episode of The Real Real Podcast.